here we go. Episode 48. I'm flying solo this time. Uh, There's a few things I want to talk about today. It's probably going to ruffle some feathers. Kind of hesitant to do it, but it's just one of those things where it's like, I mean, I guess that's the whole purpose of the podcast. I respectfully disagree because there's going to be some topics that might be touchy, sensitive to some and may ruffle some feathers. But to me, in my opinion, educational dialogue is very important. And I think that's what's needed in the in the world today. It's like we're not all going to agree on everything. It's going to be some things that you may like or dislike. And that goes against my likes or dislikes. And at some point in time, we have to be mature enough to sit down and have a healthy conversation. And either you understand my thought process and vice versa, or we just have to agree to disagree. But it should never come down to don't ever talk to me again just because you think differently than I do. At least in my opinion, that's how the world would be a better place if everyone thought along those lines. But it's just some things with some people It's like, if you don't agree with what I agree with, then to hell with you and don't ever talk to me again. And I, I don't see eye to eye with that. So today we're going to touch on, I ain't gonna say we, because it's just me here. Um, I want to talk about this Derek Jackson situation that's been going on for the last couple of weeks. And then also I want to touch on this little Nas X that's got everybody in a frenzy. Everybody's going off on social media all up and down my timeline. I'm seeing people arguing against it. Some people are arguing for it. And I've seen some crazy comments like people just talking reckless just because somebody else has an opinion that's different than theirs. And I also want to talk about the Bible and what exactly is the Bible for, in my opinion. So that's why I said all of these are sensitive topics, touchy topics. Several people may not agree. Some people may agree. Some people may, you know what, man, we're going to have to sit down and have an open conversation because I want to further discuss it. And I'm I'm open to that. But this was a situation where it's like, I don't want to sit down and have that conversation with somebody and people are turned off by it because of our opinions and us debating and going back and forth. So this is more or less just a, a open mic for myself just to kind of get my thoughts off. So we're going to get ready to dive in. But before I do, today is Friday. Happy Friday, Easter weekend. And something happened to me that I'm I'm shocked in that like it's it's a good feeling and it's like I'm blessed. I'm thankful all at the same time. Because, you know, for those that are familiar with the podcast, like I said, this is episode 48. So thank you to everybody that's been listening. Everybody that's, you know, at some point giving me feedback or they wanted to jump in on the podcast. Definitely appreciate everybody that's helped me so far with this podcast journey. And for those that have been listening, y'all know that this originally started is just something to do. You know, I jump on Facebook Live from time to time and 
debate or go back and forth with people about sports or give my opinion on sports. And it got to the point to where, you know, people were actually listening. People were tuning in. So my friend Chris was just like, man, you need to do that podcast. You need to start that podcast. And that went on for a long time. And finally, I, I took his word. My wife, you know, gave me that boost. She brought the first microphone and helped push me, give me that push. And here we are a year later. So I'm thankful for both of them. And then again, like I said, a year later, they come through again. So I'm trying to grow this podcast, trying to get, you know, different people's opinions and, and thoughts on it. And I've kind of ventured away from just making it strictly about sports, just kind of talk about current events, things that's going on in the, in the world today. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, man, how can I grow the podcast? And Chris, once again, was like, man, need to start putting out some T-shirts or something. He's like, I will buy one. I will buy a T-shirt and, and rock it. You know, you may gain, you know, new listeners that way. You know, it's basically marketing, you know, people walking around with a T-shirt. Somebody may stop and be like, hey, what is that? Hey, I'll give it a listen. And again, that's one of those things where I just kind of procrastinated. And actually, my wife, she made me a couple of shirts just to see how they looked. And I mean, they turned out okay. I like them. You know, I wear them from time to time when I go out or wear them around the house. But it was never nothing where it was like, I'm finna sit here and get all these shirts made and I'm gonna sell them and do this and do that because it's like, you know, I feel like that's that's not my goal with the podcast. I'm not trying to profit off of it or anything. It's just something to do. And again, I didn't even put any thought behind it for real once those shirts were made and Chris, he's, he's persistent. Like he's like, man, where are the shirts at? Where's the shirt at? And this week he sent me a message and he's like, man, I'm waiting on the shirt. So just out of, you know, a kind gesture, I got off of work yesterday and I was like, man, I'm gonna go up here and get this shirt and I'm gonna make him one. And I made one for myself. And before I went to bed last night, I put it on my Instagram and on my Facebook and I went on the bed and man, I woke up, dude, and I kid you not, like 30 plus people have reached out and messaged me saying that they wanted a shirt and that they liked the shirt and that they wanted to support the podcast and support what I'm doing. And I was blown away by that. Like, I can't even describe this fuzzy feeling. I don't even know what to call it because that's kind of, I don't know. That's, I don't even know what to say because it's, it's weird, but it's like. Dang, like I really was not expecting that. So shout out to everybody that has reached out to me for a I Respectfully Disagree podcast t-shirt. I'm in the process of making sure all of that is done and I'm going to get it out to everybody. And just to be clear, again, this is not for me to try to profit and earn money. This is for me to try to grow the podcast, try to get more listeners so if people are wearing the shirt, some people may inquire about it. Hey, what is that? I'll give it a listen. And that's the part that I'm I'm thankful for. So $12. That's all I'm asking for is $12. And I'll take care of the rest. I've got several people that's, you know, asking for them. I told them I'll take care of the shipping. That's just me trying to invest back into myself. And with that being said, you know, my visions with the podcast is I told you all I wanted to 
also do video. So I got to get the equipment for that. But there's also this uh, machine that I want. It's called a Rodecaster Pro or whatever it's called. But it's got the little uh, pre-recorded sounds. And it's basically like a looks like a beat machine to me. But everything can be done with this one machine. I can record into the machine. People can call into the machine and everything is, is done right there on the spot. I can have my little uh, pre-recorded sounds, just hit the button and everything flows through. So those were my goals of, you know, the podcast. But I was just like, dude, like a lot of this stuff is expensive. So I'm just sitting there trying to, you know, put together, you know, when I'm going to invest in it and do this and do that. And with this T-shirt thing, whatever I make, I'm going to use every dime to go towards that equipment. So, again, thank everybody. Definitely appreciate it. The dollars will be used wisely. I'm not going to use it to buy no sneakers. It's, it's going to go all back into the podcast. And, again, I thank everybody for their support. Definitely appreciate it. So, with that said... I'm going to jump into these things just to kind of get it off of my chest. And overall, what I want to talk about is, do people use the Bible to justify their own thought process? Or are they using the Bible for good intentions? Like, I know that kind of contradicts itself, but it's like, I don't even know how to word it per se. But I feel like in my opinion... I see a lot of people that use the Bible to point out and highlight other people's wrongdoings, but you never hear or see them acknowledge their wrongdoings and how some of those same things are in the Bible. But yet, for whatever reason, people feel like it's 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 not a big deal or, oh, well, I I ask God to forgive me, so it's okay. And I'm like, how how does that work? And this is just me being open-minded because I've given myself to Christ. I was baptized when I was 18 years old. And since then, I've done some things that I may not be proud of, you know, goes against what's in the Bible. So it's like, how can I tell somebody else that he or she is wrong or he or she is going to hell and I'm condemning all these folks. But I know that my life is not perfect either. I've done wrong and this and that. So it's like when I hear other people talk down to folks and they use the Bible as a as a reference, it's like how? And that's the part that I that I really want to talk about, because this Derek Jackson guy, Whoever he is, like I've seen dudes videos in the past and just off first glance and listening to his content, I had already formed an opinion that dude was a con artist because he's in his car and he'll use any kind of celebrity breakup or any kind of situation that involved infidelity. And he goes on this rant about how men that cheat are little boys and they don't know how to treat women and dudes take advantage of chicks because they don't have a place to live and they need money and they're broke little boys. And I mean, any kind of opportunity he can use, any chance that he can use somebody else's situation to capitalize, 
he was going to use that opportunity to the fullest. So, you know, years ago, I'm like, nah, I ain't trying to hear nothing dudes trying to say. Because you have to be able to weed through people's BS. And I don't know if that's a, a God-given trait or what, because it's like, it's some people I just, I don't take serious. I'm not going to disrespect them. I'm not going to, you know, laugh at them in their face. But it's like, when I hear them talk, I don't take you serious. And I, I know a, a BSer when I hear one. And he's definitely a BSer. So anyways, dude has made a living talking about other people's relationships and how women should and shouldn't be treated and this and that. And a lot of his following is, or a lot of his following are women. And I've said to people like, dude, what in the world? <laughs> like, of course, women are going to agree with him because he's saying everything that they want to hear. And it got to the point to where he's throwing, you know, Bible verses and he's using religion as a as a talking point to get across to these women and how men should be treating them and do this and do that. And I'm like, now you're getting out of pocket because I honestly feel like there's not a, a perfect woman or a perfect man that don't exist. Everybody's going to make their mistakes. It may not be from cheating on one another, but at some point in time, people are going to argue. People are going to say ugly things. People may, you know, people are going to do stuff. That's just part of life. But in this case, again, he's still talking about how he don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. He loves his wife, this and that. And come to find out, dude been stepping out on his wife. Dude done got caught cheating. So then he goes live with his wife. And he's sitting there holding her hand, putting on this big front about how they were able to work through it. And with God, you know, they're they're working on their relationship and this and that. And then he proceeds to try to sell a book. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? This is confirmation. <laughs> that dude is a con artist, man. It's like, did you did you really step out on your wife or are you saying this so you can create controversy and get people, you know, to tune in? And that's exactly what happened. You know, everybody's talking about Derek Jackson, Breakfast Club. Uh, Ricky Smiley morning show, all these places, social media, everybody's talking about this, this dude. And the crazy part is women were still taken up for him. Like women, no, I don't believe it. Ain't no way he could have done that. And I'm like, okay, he's telling you out of his own mouth that he cheated on his wife, but for whatever reason, you don't believe it. So then he goes on to make these other videos. And again, he starts referencing the Bible. And he's using God and this and that. I'm like, okay, first of all, if you're married and you commit adultery, that's a sin. You committed a sin. And you're going to sit here and talk to the public and talk to the people. And you're going to use this Bible talk to reference how you and your wife are getting through it. And y'all are doing this and doing that with God's mercy. And it's like, I feel like you're taking advantage of the Bible. You're using the Bible to try to create this image for the world to see. And that's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, don't do that. 
That's just my opinion. That's my I respectfully disagree. Like, don't sit here and do wrong, but then sit around and use scripture to justify it or use scripture to talk about how you've moved past it. And it's like, I would rather him. And again, this is just my opinion. There's no right or wrong. Again, I'm just talking. I would rather him like, you know what? I made some very bad choices. I was going through some things in life and I went down the wrong path. But, you know, luckily me and my wife are going to work it out. She's willing to give me a second chance. And that's something that I've learned. You know, I got to work on my on my decision making and make sure I don't fall for flesh and temptation and this and that. So I got to work on me. If you use that approach, then all right. Hopefully people will take you serious and, and you're going to learn from your own mistakes. You're just talking to the rest of the world. But don't sit there and talk about the Bible and reference the Bible and never really admit that you're in the wrong. You never really admit it that, that you were in the wrong. So that's one of those things where it's like, I want to hear other people's thoughts on that. In which we already have. I mean, we, we've read the comments. We hear people going back and forth. But it's like, I have several friends that are in ministry. I have friends that grew up in the church. You know, they you know think highly of God's word. And they try to utilize God's word on a daily basis and make the best decisions. And that's why I say, you know, people are not perfect. We all make wrong decisions. But I want to hear people's opinions on that because it's like, I can't just go out here and commit adultery and then turn around and use the Bible. Oh, you know, God is helping me get right. God is helping me do this. And you're like, nah, man, I feel like that's something that that you should keep private. And some people may disagree with that because, you know, you should never be ashamed to talk about God's word and stuff like that. I've, I've heard it from from all angles. But what about those that may or may not believe in the Bible? That's where it gets tricky. And when you say that to people, it's like, how dare you? How can you call yourself a Christian? And you're so open minded when it comes to people who may not believe it. And that's where this next topic comes in at with the little Nas X thing. And these are conversations that I've had before, you know, with people that are close to me, not going to call any names or whatever. But it's like, do you believe in the Bible? And I'm like, yes. Do you believe every word in the Bible is true? Yes. Well, how can you support this or how can you support that? And I'm like, just because I don't condemn it doesn't mean that I necessarily support it. It's I have enough <laughs> common sense to realize that everybody doesn't think the way that I think. Everybody may not believe the same things that I believe, and they are entitled to that. So it's like with this little Nas X thing, it's like you you got your religious people that think very, very highly of God's word in the Bible. And then you got those people that are open minded. They try not to judge people and they accept people for who they are. And if little Nas X wants to give the devil a lap dance and promote, you know, his sexuality and be comfortable in his own skin, then he's entitled to do that. Who am I to judge him? 
Well, who am I to judge someone that that's a lesbian? You know what I'm saying? Like they're open minded. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like I just told everyone, like I, I gave myself to God when I was 18 years old and I was baptized and I still am like, I'm open-minded when it comes to other people in their, in their lifestyles, because it's things that people do all the time that I may not agree with, but who am I to tell somebody, Oh, well, the Bible says you shouldn't do this. And if you do this, you're going to hell. And I'm like, well, there's certain things that I've done. The Bible said I shouldn't have done. Does that mean I'm going to hell? So it's like, I can't call out somebody else's sins without understanding that I too have, have sinned. And the best example that I can give is like, I have three children. Aubrey was conceived out of wedlock. According to the Bible, you're not supposed to even have sex until you're married, yet alone have children. Shouldn't be creating if you haven't been married under the eyes of the Lord, like bonded under the eyes of the Lord. So it's like I had a child out of wedlock. Technically, I had all three of them out of wedlock because I think we think she was pregnant the day that we got married, uh, she's going to, she going to hate me for this, but shout out to my wife. Cause, uh, she was, she was nervous cause her dress was a little bit snug. She said it didn't fit. She was worried. So that just shows you that from the time she went to go try it on to the time we got married, uh, we possibly may have gotten married with twins. So my family might've already been complete before I even said I do. So is that something that I have to ask for forgiveness? Is God going to forgive me for having children out of wedlock? Or is it because, well, I'm, I'm married now, so that's okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, how, like you can't sit here and justify one sin and then tell somebody else that their sin is, is what's going to cause them to go to hell. What if little Nas X wakes up tomorrow and is like, you know what? I no longer want to be attracted to me and I want to go down this path and, and create life and do this and do that and be with a woman. Does that mean all the stuff that he done prior to that decision is wiped away? And that's what I'm saying. Like people, people think that, Oh, I confess my sins to God and I gave my life over to God. And now you get this clean slate to just go out and keep doing whatever you want to do. And I'm like, do people really use the Bible the way that it's intended? And that's, that's the, the, the muddy water of it all. Like, okay, if you're a Christian and you're really trying to live your life and follow God's footsteps, then you have to show that you're at least trying on a day-to-day -day basis to follow those footsteps. No, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. We're all going to make mistakes. But are you trying to do what's right? When you wake up every day, are you thankful? Are you appreciative for, for even being able to open your eyes? As soon as you open your eyes, do you thank God for giving you another day, another 24 hours to, to make the best of life? Anytime something happens to you, good or bad, do you thank God? Do you praise God for everything that you have or thank him for all the lessons learned for the trials and tribulations? 
And if I see you doing that, then I'm like, okay, you know what? This is a good person. This is a decent person. But if I see you out here (laughs) doing everything under the sun and then on whatever particular day that you just, you know what? God, please forgive me for everything that I've done. And then you, all right, cool. Then go right back to doing it. Like, nah, I have a hard time taking any kind of advice. have a hard time listening to anything that you have to say. And that's why I said earlier, it's like, I can tell a BSer. Like, that's all I ask people. Like, don't BS me. Just, just be honest. Like, we all don't have to agree on everything. But just be honest, like, don't don't feed me no BS. So it's like, OK, with this little Nas X thing. Real quick, because I know I'm just kind of rambling and I do apologize, but trust me, it's like, like I said, it's just me talking, just trying to get my thoughts off. And if people want to chime in, give me some feedback and we can revisit some of the things that I'm saying, because I'm sure people are not going to agree with it. And that's fine. But. I'm going to dive a little bit deep into this little Nas X thing, because to me, in my opinion, music is self-expression. We've had this conversation before where it's like we talked about our top 10 albums and stuff like that. And shout out to my friends and family who do music. They enjoy it, whether it's battle rap, whether it's, you know, making music in the basement, you know, putting out little fun tracks or whatever, or people who actually have projects and they're trying to actually pursue music. Shout out to all of y'all. But if I told y'all to all make the same kind of music, that's not fair to you. Like you have to be original. Like you have to put your own personal thoughts in it, your own heart and soul in it, because that's what music is. It's self-expression. So if we're talking about somebody who is homosexual, how can you be mad at him or her? In this case, Lil Nas X, because he creates music and has visuals for an audience similar to what he likes. So it's like, are you upset that he's depicting heaven and hell, depicting the devil in the music? Or are you upset that he's a homosexual? He's openly gay. He's doing everything that some would condemn and he has a national spotlight, a world spotlight. I ain't even going to say national, like the world is watching. He's a very famous person off of his old town road. And people are like, oh, that was that was a children's record. He went and performed for children. How can he make such a song like this now? And, it's, and like he said, like, it's not my job to be your child's role model. And I agree with him, actually. I agree. Like, I've said this even when it becomes to uh, when it comes to sports. It's like we shouldn't be looking at these athletes to raise our kids or tell them what's right and what's wrong because we all fall short of the glory of God. If I'm saying that correctly, somebody please tell me if I'm wrong. And that's why I tell people, like, don't don't use the Bible to tell other people about their wrongdoings. So it's like this video, I watched it. And in this video, dude is like in the garden of Eden. He's depicting the garden of Eden. And then the serpent, which happens to be a male, 
you know, kind of entices him and him and the serpent get inter intertwined and whatever. And then you cut to a scene where it looks like he's ascending up to heaven. But then here goes this pole. And then next thing you know, dude is only in his underwear and he's pole dancing all the way down to hell. And he falls in the devil's lap. He starts giving the devil a, a lap dance. So before I saw the video, I saw the backlash. I saw all the comments. I see all the stuff that people, oh my God, how can he do that? All you saw was the images of him and this devil-like figure. And I, I will be honest, like I felt some kind of way when I first saw it because that's one of those things where it's like, okay, if you believe in God and you believe in the Bible, then you also have to acknowledge that Satan is real. The devil is real. You can't have one without the other. You can't believe in good without acknowledging that bad also exists. So that's something that it's like, I don't, I don't even play with. Like you can ask my wife, you can ask anybody around me. Like, you know, from time to time I watch horror movies or whatever, but when it comes to those movies, that's like depicting the devil, I always turn my head or, you know what I'm saying? Like those are scenes that I, I don't, I don't enjoy because it's like, that to me is, is real. Like you can't believe in angels and God and not believe in demons and the devil. So movies like I think it was Drag Me to Hell. So one of the movies and uh, they had a scene where you heard somebody stomping up these steps and it was like hooves. And you they showed a scene where like the hooves come up to the door. And I'm talking about, dude, I, like I lost it. I lost it. So I'm sitting there like, nah, I don't I don't I don't play with that or like Tales from the Hood. That last scene, like Tales from the Hood to me was, oh, man, it's a cheesy movie, corny. You know what I'm saying? Like it had its underlining meanings and messages behind it. It was whatever. You know, we laughing and messed around with it with the little dolls and stuff. But the end, when dudes start sweating real bad and next thing you know, they open up the coffins and it's them. And then everything catches on fire and dude is sitting there dressed like Satan, like like the devil. Messed me up, dude. Messed me all the way up. So stuff like that, I don't play around with. So when I saw the images, I'm like, nah, bro. Like he he's tripping. It didn't have nothing to do with him giving the devil a lap dance. And I'll be honest, when I first saw it, it looked like he was putting out an image where the devil was doing something to him. I already knew that dude was, you know what I'm saying? He was a homosexual, but it's like the way they put that image out was like, like, is he really painting this picture? Like the devil is behind him doing something to him. That was my initial thought. So the more and more I saw the backlash and the more and more I saw people start talking about these shoes, uh, Nike shoes, whatever, devoted to Satan and all this and that. I'm like, man, what is really going on? So I actually watched it. I actually watched it. And some people may be like, you know what? How can you believe in God and and go watch that video? And that's where I'm like, you know what? That's where I feel like I have an open mind. Like I, I shouldn't be condemned for understanding my beliefs and realizing that other people may not believe in what I believe in. So people don't agree with that. I don't know what else to tell you. Like I actually watched it. 
And the more I watch it, I'm like, this is nothing. Like it, it, it didn't make me like, oh my God, like how could he do this? So I'm like, I didn't feel no kind of way. It was, it was disturbing <laughs> watching him give the devil a lap dance. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was disturbing. But at the end of the day, I'm open-minded. Whatever floats his boat, he's entitled to that. For anybody that likes men, that video was geared towards them. For anybody that's lesbian and like women on women and stuff like that, that's geared for them. So going back to what I was saying in regards to self-expression and with their with his music, that video was intended for people that are like him. How can how can we not accept him for who he is and accept the audience that follows him. He speaks to a whole different audience that thinks differently than we do. So why can't we grow to appreciate his self-expression? That's why I'm saying like, I don't understand the whole backlash behind it. Like, okay, he's doing something that people don't agree with. Fine. Don't listen to it. Don't watch it. If you don't want your kids listening to it, don't let them listen to it. Those conversations came up in my own household. And that's why I feel like, you know what I'm saying? How can I judge him when I've said things about Cardi B's music or Megan Thee Stallion's music in their videos? Because I have daughters and I've had choice words for what they depict. I didn't say, oh, my God, they're filthy. They're this. I'll never listen to their music because I listen to it. That up track, no, that beat is hard. I don't care what nobody say. That beat is hard. And I actually like Megan. Megan's old music to me is actually solid. So I have my opinion about their music when it comes to how they dress, what they talk about. And that's only from a from a perspective of I have daughters. So that's what I'm saying. We're all hypocrites to a certain degree. We're all guilty of, oh, well, that's different. No, that's just, I don't care for that. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. Move on. You think differently than I, we can have a conversation and we move on. But at the end of the day, that's their decision. So going back to the little Nas X thing, it's like, dude, like that's his music. That's his content. That's his video. If he wanted to put that out, He's entitled to do that. Don't watch it. And I saw a meme or somebody's comment. And I was like, you know what? Damn, they got a point. I was like, I grew up listening to Three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia is one of my favorite groups of all time. And they definitely had devil skits and devilish music, horror, horror beats and stuff like that. So it's like, I'm cool with that. But I'm going to tell Lil Nas X that his music is out of pocket. No, I can't. I'm definitely a hypocrite now. Or old school rock and roll with the flames. And you know what I'm saying? Like, this is nothing new. We've seen this before. But it just so happens that not only is he acknowledging Satan, but you now mix in homosexuality. And it's like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> how could he do that? How like you're going to hell and anybody that listens to it, they're going to hell. And I just don't agree with that. So there goes my other. I respectfully disagree. Like you can't tell somebody that he or she is going to hell 
because I don't know if I'm going to go to heaven. I may be on a path to go to hell and don't even realize it. But in my eyes, I'm thinking, you know what? All the sin that I committed, I don't do it no more. I've reduced my sin. So now I'm good in the eyes of God. Like, I don't I don't know that. I don't know that. So that's why, again, I ask, like, do we use the Bible for what it's really intended for? And in my opinion, the Bible is, uh, 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 I don't even know what I want to say. The Bible is a tool on how to conduct your life on a day-to-day basis. And I look at it in the sense of if I wake up every day, I'm thankful I'm appreciative. I try to do right by people. Don't sit there and try to con people and get over on them and mistreat them and have all these crazy things to say about people. Then I'm following the footsteps of Christ. There's going to be days where I fall short of that or I sin or I do something that I know I shouldn't have done. And before I close my eyes, I ask God to forgive me. That to me is using the Bible as a as a reference tool on how to conduct your life on a day to day basis. It's not for me to open it up, read it and then go out and tell all the people, you know what? You out here fornicating, you out here doing this, you out here stealing, you out here talking bad to your parents. Man, you committing murder. All of y'all going to hell. But never mind me having a child out of wedlock. Oh, that's different. I'm married now. And I ask God to forgive me. What if they ask God to forgive them for stealing or committing adultery and stuff like that? Like, I don't know what what people do in their private life or what conversations they have with with Christ. So don't use the Bible to talk down on others. That's just my opinion. And that's what I'm saying with the whole little Nas X thing. It's like to me, he's making a mockery of people and their religious beliefs. Because like he said, people all his life has told him that he's going to hell because of his sexuality. So why not make a video of me going to hell and actually making the best of it? And when I looked at it from that lens, from that perspective, I was like, dang, like that actually makes sense. People may not agree with it, but it actually makes sense. If somebody tells me I'm going to hell and we all know that the picture has been painted, like hell is this awful place. You're going to burn for eternity. You're going to be miserable. People have told you that you're going to go to this miserable pit and he's heard it all his life. He's listened to it. He's felt that, oh my God, the world doesn't accept me for who I am. And now that I'm in this position to where I don't have to listen to other people's thoughts. I can be myself. I can be comfortable in my own skin. Well, guess what? All of y'all told me I was going to hell. So <laughs> here's a video of me pole dancing all the way down to the devil's lap. And I'm actually enjoying it. So thanks, but no thanks for you painting this picture that I'm going to go somewhere and, and, and regret every decision that I've ever made in life. And I'm going to be miserable because at the end of the day, none of us know what heaven or hell looks like. Let's just keep it all the way honest. We have this image that's been painted. We can close our eyes and and imagine what, what it is, but who knows? 
hell for me, maybe an endless field of grass and I'm out here cutting every day. Every time I wake up, I got to go cut this grass. That might be hell for me. I don't know. Heaven may be uh, me laying in a bathtub of chocolate all day and I never get full. That might be heaven. Who knows? But it's like we have this image in our minds that hell is this crazy place. And if you make all these wrong decisions, that's where you're going. And we just walk around telling people you're going to hell. That's not your call to make. None of us know who's going to heaven. None of us know who's going to hell. So don't sit here and, and use the Bible as a tool against others because they think differently than we do. And that's all I like. That's all I walk away with from that video. Now, the shoes, on the other hand, and after this, I'll, I'll shut it up because I've been talking for a while. And again, thank you for those that are still listening. The shoes, on the other hand, y'all you know, know that that's, that's my lane. Like, I like kicks. So I was definitely going to watch a review on the shoe. And like I said earlier, watching it, I was disturbed. Because it's just like the box, the details, all the demons and stuff like that. It's like, man, come on, bro. But I get it. There's some people that are atheists, some people that are into that kind of stuff. <laughs> Ouija boards and whatever else. Hey, whatever floats your boat, that's, that's you. But from a sneaker standpoint, I get the creativity behind it. I get the story that they're trying to sell or the picture they're trying to paint. And most people don't even realize that they actually made a pair about God. So one pair is all white with holy water, this illusion of holy water. They put like clear blue water in the Air Max bubbles. And this one is, you know, God and his angels. And then you got this all black sneaker with, blood in the Air Max units. And this one is the shoe of Satan, you know, the shoe of the devil. So I get the concept. It was made by the same company or the same person. So at the end of the day, it's like to them, that's a business. That's, you know, they don't have no ties to the shoe per se in terms of, well, they only believe in the devil. They worship the devil because if that were the case, they never would have created the all white one and the all white one was done. I want to say a year or two ago and I've never heard anything about it. So it shows you how controversy sells. Like nobody cared about the God one, the good one. But now that they know it's a bad one, the, the devil one, everybody's all up in arms and it's like, come on, bro. Like that just shows you how people are only upset when it's something that goes against their beliefs. And that's why the world would be a better place if we just learn to just shut up because everybody's not going to agree with us. Everybody's not going to think the way that, that, that we think or we feel like they should think. But you have to be mature enough to accept people for who they are, accept that other people have their own personal thoughts and if they don't fall in line with yours, then so be it. It's not my job to convince somebody else that they should read the Bible. And if they don't, 
they're going to hell. I can tell someone, you know what, like, man, my, my wife and my kids, every Sunday we have Bible reading and we talk to them about good and how to treat people and stuff like that. And, you know, people are like, man, I don't, I don't get into all of that. I don't want to introduce my kids to that at a young age. And all right, you know, that's fine. We just, we're, we're different. It does say in the Bible that you should spread his word. You shouldn't be ashamed to acknowledge him. So it's not a position of I'm shame or I don't want to talk about it with other people. It's like, I acknowledge God. I acknowledge the Bible. I feel that what's in the Bible is true, but I also understand that not everybody else does. So I'm not going around condemning people because they think different or, or because they don't read the Bible. Because honestly, I don't read it enough. I don't know the Bible front and back. I can't sit there and quote scriptures and do this and do that. So again, I already fall short because I ain't doing enough. So how can I go out and, and judge other people because they don't do what I do to the extent that I do it? And that's why I just feel like, man, people just people just need to learn to be quiet and mind their own business, man. And the world would be a better place. Like we all can voice our opinions on certain situations, but leave it at that. Once you get into the part of taking personal jabs and telling people that they going to hell and they doing this, doing that, that's when you out of pocket. That's when you out of pocket. But again, <laughs> that's just my opinion. I'm done rambling. This is my episode for the week. Uh, definitely got some fun things lined up waiting for my guy E to get back from vacation so we can talk about these NBA trades and the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers and injuries and everything else but these were some of the topics that was just sitting on me and it's just like man I'm I'm watching people go at it on Facebook man I'm talking about talking reckless to each other just because they think different and it's like, dude, that's that's his music. That's his content. He's entitled to that. I can sit here and write a poem about sneakers. And guess what? Only people that's really going to care about it is somebody that's into sneakers. I post all my pictures of kicks of the day and everything else. And I'm pretty sure half of my timeline, half of my friends don't care about my, my kicks of the day. They don't care about my new pickup. But guess what? I'm involved in a whole different culture. Like, that's what we do. For people that collect kicks or are in the sneakers, we post our new pickups. We post our kicks of the day. I like seeing what other people wear as far as whether or not it's something limited or if it's something stylish. Like, I like that. People pull up and post some shoes from 20 years ago I like that because it brings back memories for me. I like that the new Allen Iversons are getting ready to come out because when I was growing up, I had them all. So when I see that, that that excites me. But guess what? Everybody's not into sneakers. So if that don't float your boat, then that's fine. People who wake up and smoke weed every day, they sit around and watch cannabis plants and this is the new strand it is. And man, I can't wait to try that. Okay, that's their lane. I don't smoke. I don't know nothing about it. I don't know what's what. Perp, Kush, that's all I know. And now they got all kinds of stuff. So it's like Reggie, you know what I'm saying? Like Reggie, Kush, and Perp. <laughs> so now it's all different kind of colorful whatever, but I'm not into smoking, so I wouldn't know. 
But that ain't for me to be like, you know what, man? People who smoke weed or do drugs, they going to hell. People who drink alcohol, they going to hell. Like, nah, bro. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And that's what it boils down to, man. So once we once we learn that and figure that out, man, the world will be a better place. It definitely will. So anyways, man, I'm getting ready to jump off here. Definitely appreciate everybody. For those that ordered a shirt, I will get that out to you as soon as possible. I want to thank my wife again. She's been helping me with that. She's actually the one that's helping put them together, helping uh, do all the little vinyl and all that stuff. So huge shout out to her. And if you all are not following me already, my Instagram is feed me kicks. And that's kicks with a Z. And the link to the podcast is in my bio. So check it out. Give me a follow. Give me some comments on my kicks of the day. And again, anybody that wants to jump on the podcast, man, feel free. If somebody doesn't agree with what I'm saying, feel free. We can come back and revisit this, whether it's Derek Jackson cheating on his wife and her having this hat of salvation and all that stuff. It's like, like, come on, man. Like to me, that's, that's disrespectful to the word. Like now you're making a mockery of it. Like, but some people truly feel that way. So again, who am I to judge? I'm not judging anybody. That's just my opinion. But it's like, are you trying to sell books or do you really feel that way? Because some things are not meant for the for the public. If he stepped out on his wife, it ain't for the world to know how they handled it. But again, he felt the need to go live and talk about it, but then also plug in that he's selling a book. So now it's like, man, you throw everything that you just said out the window because I don't know if you if you genuinely feel that way or you just trying to sell tickets, sell books. But feel free. I'm out of here. No competition. I feel so high. I feel